the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It is one of the most important seats to be won for the control of the U.S. Senate in 2022. The seat vacated by Rob Portman by his own choice. And there are many people seeking it on the GOP side so that Ohio does not have an all-democratic supply of senators. It's won over the limit already in Sherrod Brown. Uh, The field includes Bernie Moreno, Jane Timken, uh, Mike Gibbons, likely to include author J.D. Vance later on this week. And it also includes uh, former Ohio State Treasurer Josh Mandel. And we are happy to have uh, Josh with us today as we start a Tuesday edition of the Bruce Willis Show on 98.9 The Answer. Josh, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, Bruce. Great to be on. Uh, your campaign, why don't you give me a uh, primer on it so far, how you think it's going as you build toward the primary uh, next year. Sure, thanks for asking. So uh, campaign website is joshmandel.com, and instead of running the campaign through traditional Republican Party groups, I'm running the campaign through churches. We've been creating our own town hall meetings at churches. We call them Faith and Freedom Town Halls. And the reason I'm doing this is the foundation of our campaign is protecting the Judeo-Christian bedrock of America. You know, I believe that the secular left is trying to water down on our Judeo-Christian values, and I believe we should be going the opposite way and doubling down on our Judeo-Christian values and instilling God in the classroom, at the water cooler, and in all aspects of life. I'm also very pro-Trump. I was the first statewide official in Ohio to endorse President Trump. I believe in the Trump America First agenda, and I believe very strongly in taking on China and the economic cheating that comes from the Chinese Communist Party. Um, But I also believe that we need to take on Democrats in Washington, but also, Bruce, Republicans in Washington who act like Democrats, whether you call them rhinos, you call them the establishment, I like to call them squishes. Mm -hmm. These folks like Liz Cheney, Mitt Romney, and others, we need to take them on. And when I get to Washington, I'm not only going to take on the radical left and the secular left. With just as much strength, I'm going to take on the squishy establishment Republicans because they're wolves in sheep's clothing and they they can be just as dangerous. Bruce, I'm a Marine Corps vet. I did a couple tours in Iraq, and no one's going to push me around. And I believe that now in Washington, it's not time for civility. It's not time for bipartisanship. Now is the time for fighting. We need to send fighters to Washington, uh, fighters like Donald Trump, Jim Jordan, Ted Cruz, and myself, Josh Mandel, fighters who will take on the radical left, take on the big tech thugs, 
take on Schumer, Pelosi, Biden, or whoever's running the White House, and also take on these squishy establishment Republicans. So that's me in a nutshell. I have uh, three little kids at home, Gideon, who's five years old, Judah, who's six years old, and Rosie, who's eight years old. And I'm trying to do everything I can to raise them up to be proud to be Americans and appreciate the fact that they were born in this incredible country. Okay, Josh, I appreciate that. Josh Mandel, U.S. Senate candidate, is our guest. He's uh, going to be in the Republican primary along with Jane Timken and Bernie Moreno and Mike Gibbons and likely J.D. Vance. And uh, Let's ask you a couple of things that you hit on uh, in that uh, opening comment, Josh. And you mentioned rhinos, squishes. Where would you put Mike DeWine in that characterization? I'd, I'd call him a rhino and a squish. I mean, I... I was at the pointy tip of the spear helping to lead the charge against DeWine when he, I believe, acted like a total tyrant in shutting down our state. And, you know, this Amy Acton lady who he put as the health director, she was a complete failure. The media, a lot of the folks on the left, the establishment Republicans, they trotted her out like she was some type of success or leader or example. I mean, this lady was such a failure, she predicted there would be 62,000 cases of COVID per day in the state of Ohio. It ended up, Bruce, being 476. I mean, not only was she not in the ballpark of accurate, she wasn't even in the universe of accurate. And then DeWine listens to her and with the big hand of government completely trounces on our liberty. He shuts down churches, but lets abortion clinics stay open. I mean, that's outrageous. He shuts down schools but let's casinos stay open. I mean, think about that for a second. And then he shuts down all these mom-and-pop restaurants and small businesses and beauty shops and barber shops. but then he lets Walmart stay open. I mean, the whole thing is, it was just disgusting, and uh, I've been against DeWine since day one on all, all his COVID shutdowns. Josh, uh, Saturday night, I know you were at the Trump rally up in Wellington, Ohio. Uh, what kind of feedback did you get from the people? And then I want you to, uh, well, just, just hit on that first. What kind of feedback did you get from the people? What do you feel that they want in someone to succeed Rob Porton? They want a fighter like me, Josh Mandel, and they want a fighter like Donald Trump. I mean, I don't know how many people were there. I've heard different numbers, 22,000, 25,000, 32,000, whatever it was, Bruce, it was bodies in vehicles as far as you can see. President Trump did an outstanding job. Max Miller, who's running for Congress against Anthony Gonzalez, who was one of the traitors that voted for impeachment, did an outstanding job. And uh, I was proud to be there. And, uh, you know, I'm, as I mentioned earlier, I'm uh, pointing tip of the spear and advancing the Trump America First agenda. And I'll tell you what, Bruce, one of the things that I'm talking about all over the state is one of my top issues is election integrity. I think the Democrats cheated. I think President Trump won the election. I was out there in Maricopa County not too long ago where they're auditing the vote. I think they should also be doing an audit in Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Georgia. And listen, we should ask these liberal Democrats, if you're afraid of an audit, like, hey, what do you have to hide? I mean, if if you got nothing to hide and you actually think you won the election, then you shouldn't fear an audit. Yeah, I've made that point before. Uh, Josh Mandel, Ohio Senate candidate, uh, on the Republican side, is our guest here on 98.9 The Answer. You're obviously familiar. People are familiar with you in the state of Ohio. Uh, you served as state treasurer for eight years, your state representative, two terms. You ran for Senate against Jared Brown and then pulled out in 2018 because of a uh, situation at home, you said, with your wife's health. Um, 
I'm wondering uh, if you feel like you uh, still bear some residual um, hard feelings from the people on the Republican side who felt like you uh, left them high and dry in that situation and put uh, the party in a difficult spot with Jim Renese standing in to go up against Sherrod Brown and ultimately lost that election. I wish you would have been at this rally on Saturday, you know, the President Trump's rally. So during the rally, he announces the different candidates for U.S. Senate. When he announces Jane Timken, she gets booed. When he announces some of the other candidates, they get a little applause. And when, uh, when he announced my name, the crowd gave a, a roaring applause. And, uh, you know, it was very evident, I think, to everyone there that the people are behind me. And uh, I think President Trump saw it at the rally. Obviously, the whole crowd was part of it and saw it and heard it. Um, and then also, you know, all the recent polling has me way ahead of all these candidates. But listen, I don't, I don't care about the polls. We're running like we're behind. I've got the eye of the tiger. I'm a fighter, and I'm going to fight for the people of Ohio. And I don't care if I'm fighting the Communist Party of China. I don't care if I'm fighting radical Democrats like Schumer or Pelosi, or if I'm fighting squishy Republicans like DeWine, Kasich, Mitt Romney, I'm going to be their worst nightmare. So I'm sure uh, you know that the uh, dispatch has uh, given a little different account of Saturday night. They said that, uh, you know, you may have been the one that the crowd applauded. I talked to somebody who was there and they said, no, it was, it was definitely clear. They applauded loudest for Josh Mandel. There were boos for Jane Timken. And let's get to uh, the story today from the dispatch, a story about uh, your finance director, Rachel Wilson, that she supposedly berated uh, some of your fundraisers, that three of them have quit. That's an anonymously sourced story, but it's not a flattering story to your campaign. And you also have a personal relationship with Rachel. You uh, two are dating. So how do you respond to that to people who say that this would reflect upon you and your character, that uh, you have someone working for you who has, in the uh, certainly in the view of this story, has chased people off with uh, a brusque or maybe uh, you know a manner that is not becoming of someone in her position. Listen, we're we're running this campaign in a very focused way. Uh, we have people working for us who work very long hours. They work very hard. We've got a incredible team, and I, I think the re- one of the reasons we're winning by such a high margin, and why the people of Ohio are backing me with such strength. Uh, is because I'm not only out here projecting a strong pro-Trump, pro-life, pro-gun, constitutional conservative message, but I have this incredible staff who's doing the same thing. And listen, people, uh, you know, realize how big Ohio is. I mean, this is seventh largest state in the nation, 11.7 million people, and it takes an incredible staff to project a message through all 88 counties, and we're doing just that. And Listen, I'm very proud of the staff we have and the team we have, and you know, I'd go in the foxhole with any of them any time. That doesn't sound, though, like you're denying the uh, factual portion of what they're saying, that uh, Rachel Wilson has uh, been demanding, the people in the story would say overly demanding, and they left the campaign because they couldn't work with her. Well, well listen, I think the story said that we don't comment on internal processes within a campaign. But what we do comment on is the fact that I believe we've got the best campaign team in the state of Ohio, and I'd go to go to war with any of them. And uh, they're, they're working long hours, long days, long weeks, and uh, they're doing a fantastic job. 
Josh Mandel, U.S. Senate candidate, our guest. Uh, Josh is running on the Republican side of the ticket. Uh, there are a lot, there's a lot of things I like about you. I don't know you very well. I know people who know you, and they speak highly of you. So here's one thing I found in researching you. And uh, I know politics is a dirty business, but it seems to me there's oftentimes something that comes up when you ran for state treasurer. There were allegations that you insinuated your candidate was a Muslim. Uh, there's just always, and now there's this with uh, Rachel Wilson. Uh, there's pulling out of the campaign, as we talked about uh, with Jared Brown. It seems like there's a there's a bit of um, intrigue around your campaigns always. How would you respond to that? Listen, the media attacks those who they fear the most. And the reason the media comes at me so hard is because they know I don't care what the media or the big technology thugs or the Republican or Democrat establishment has to say. I'm not in politics to make friends. I'm not going to Washington to make friends. I'm going there to stand up for the Constitution. I'm going there, like I said, not just to drain the swamp, but to blow up the swamp. And when, when you're a, that type of leader, when you're a Trump-type leader, when you're a constitutional conservative-type leader like Jim Jordan, Trump, Ted Cruz, and others, the media hate you, Bruce. I mean, the, I'm telling you, the media establishment, they hate me. But I wear it as a badge of honor. The big tech, big tech thugs, you know, who kicked me off Facebook and Twitter and put me in the penalty box, they hate me. I wear it as a badge of honor. Well, the squishy uh, establishment Republicans, like a Dewine, a Kasich. So yeah, like every time they come at me, it makes me stronger with the people. Well, I don't have any problem with anybody who fights hard. I think if you look at my Twitter, you'll see that uh, you know we may have that in common. Uh, I thought your uh, burning of the mask on the day the mandates came off was interesting. I thought maybe you might have done that so you could get banned from social media, which wouldn't necessarily hurt the image that you're trying to project. And I don't have any problem with anybody who projects the image of a fighter. I do want to pursue, uh, lastly, the thing that you said in your open, that you're trying to uphold Judeo-Christian values. And, of course, we're a country with separation of church and state. I work for a station that's owned by a faith-based company. I have a strong faith myself. I know that uh, your, I believe, grandmother was uh, harbored, kept away from the Nazis uh, during the Holocaust period. So I I think it's awesome what you're doing in that regard. Uh, But how would you say to people, oh, come on, you know, you can't can't inflict your values on people, there's no place for this in politics because you know you're swimming uphill in terms of having that agenda in this culture. Listen, I know the secular left hates me, and you know the media is part of the secular left. I mean, the media is part of the Democrat Party, but the media they advance this false narrative about "quote unquote" separation of church and state. We know when you read the Constitution. Nowhere in the Constitution do you read about separation of church and state. In fact, in 1776, when very Brave men were marching through the snow with blood on their feet to found this country. And in 1787, when they were fighting and yelling at each other and debating and long hours, long days writing the Constitution, when they got to a place that they just thought they couldn't move on, they were to stand still, you know what they did? They stopped and they prayed. And part of the reason we're winning this campaign, part of the reason we have such an outpouring of support is because all the people are praying for me all over the state. And listen, I think people recognize that I'm running this campaign through churches instead of running it through Republican Party groups for a reason. Okay. And it's because I will fight for the Judeo-Christian bedrock of American. 
what separates that Judeo-Christian foundation from Islam or atheism or other belief sets, there's so many things, but one of the main things that separates it is the acknowledgement of good over evil and the willingness, Bruce, for us to fight for good over evil. And there's so much evil in America and Ohio today. You know, they're trying to indoctrinate our kids, trying to teach our kids to hate America, trying to divide them down race lines with this garbage critical race theory. And I'm out there fighting and I, like, there's no one fighting like me here in the state of Ohio to stop the radical left from indoctrinating our kids. And listen, the reason I said earlier, it's not time for civility, it's not time for bipartisanship, now's the time to fight, is because this fight is really for the hearts and minds of our children. And I'm running for U.S. Senate to fight for the kids and grandkids of Ohio and America to stop the radical left and what they're trying to do to indoctrinate them. I'm teaching my kids, and everywhere I go as a senator, I will preach that America was a place that grew strong based on freedom and liberty, not racism and slavery. America was a place that grew strong based on a foundation of Judeo-Christian values, teaching kids that cops are the good guys, teaching kids to stand for the American flag, and teaching kids that boys are boys and girls are girls. Well, I certainly applaud that agenda in anyone. I appreciate your time visiting with us as we let you go. You obviously mentioned President, Trump's a bunch of, President Trump a bunch of times, uh, indicating to me that his endorsement to you is very important to you. What's your read on whether he will make an endorsement and whether you will get it? Listen, I'm doing everything I can to earn the endorsement and support of President Trump. It would be my honor, but I know it needs to be earned. You know, in uh, 20. 16 during that election i was the first statewide official to support president trump while jane timpkin and all these others were clinging to john Kasich to the bitter end and listen i'm I'm doing everything i can and i think one of the best ways i can earn the support of president trump is to continue what i'm doing by advancing a strong pro-trump america first message and agenda and that's exactly the type of senator i'm going to be Josh, I appreciate your time today. appreciate you answering all the questions. You're welcome to come back anytime, and I wish you well with your campaign. I appreciate it, Bruce, and for all your listeners who are just tuning in now, uh, my website is joshmandel.com, J-O-S-H-M-A-N-D-E-L.com. If you like Mitt Romney and John Kasich and Mike DeWine, I'm definitely not your guy. But if you love Trump like I do and you love Jim Jordan – and Ted Cruz, and you want fighters in the U.S. Senate, then uh, join our fight. Again, the website's joshmandel.com, and I'd be honored to earn your support. Very good. Josh, thanks so much. Appreciate your time today. Thanks, Bruce. There you go. Josh Mandel, again, the website, joshmandel.com. We'll be back to reflect on that next on The Bruce Woolley Show. It is 528, and that is a lot later than we normally come back for our second segment, but we make uh, special allowances for special reasons, and it was such a reason that allowed us to go late with Josh Mandel, U.S. Senate candidate, to replace Rob Portman, succeed Rob Portman, however you want to look at it. We have now had Jane Timken on the show, Bernie Moreno on the show, and Josh Mandel on the show. We have not had uh, Mike Gibbons yet, but we welcome him. And if J.D. Vance gets into the race on Thursday, and those are the reports, uh, we would likely welcome, we would certainly welcome him uh, as well, because we want to keep you as informed as possible. I'll bring Tim Ryan on. If he wants to come on, he can scream at me like he screams in Congress all the time. But uh, I thought Josh Mandel answered 
the questions pretty candidly. He clearly has some talking points that he wants to emphasize, that he's a fighter. I like the fact that he's not a squish and doesn't make any bones about the fact that there are certain people that if you want someone who's, uh, you know, maybe uh, quiet and detached and unafraid to engage, you don't want Josh Mandel. But that's fine. I'm not looking for that, personally. Uh, I'm looking for somebody who will stand up for truth. That's kind of the unofficial motto of this show is stand for truth. Uh, And it seems to me that he does do that. Uh, He's had the courage of his convictions. He's uh, fought for the United States of America in uh, the U.S. Marine Corps. He served in government. There is always, though, as I said, and uh, he took the question, he answered the question, there is always, with Josh Mandel, a yes but. I mean, there just is. Uh, I think he pushes the envelope, maybe sometimes pushes the envelope past the line, but who's to say that's wrong?